If we call someone the salt of the earth, we usually mean that they're real, honest, straight-talking, uncomplicated, and dependable. Jesus had something else in mind when he used the phrase, although figuring out what exactly he meant by it is not easy. Uh, Jesus begins the Sermon on the Mount with the Beatitudes. We've been looking at those through the course of the last few videos. Uh, there, he gives us adjectives for what the follower of Christ is like. Christ's followers are mournful and meek and merciful and pure, etc., etc. As Jesus continues in the sermon, he uses some nouns to describe us. Uh, there are three key descriptions. In Matthew chapter 5, verses 13 and 14, Jesus says, You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled by man. You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. So we are the salt of the earth. We are the light of the world. We're a city on a hill. Uh, three nouns. And notice that in this sermon, we haven't yet come to any verbs yet, and we certainly haven't had any imperatives. We've been inundated with promises and pronouncements. We are these adjectives. We are these nouns. First, Jesus tells us who we are. Only then do we have things to do. But let's think of this first noun of the three in verses 13 and 14. Verse 13, we are the salt of the earth. What does that mean? Well, the context speaks of distinctness. Unsalty salt is the most useless thing you can imagine. Unsalty salt is like dust, worthless. And taken together with the light and the city images, Jesus is saying that a salty Christian stands out. Christians are different. Notice again, Jesus doesn't say Christians really ought to be different. And I'm not saying you really ought to be different. It's not that we should try to stand out. We are different. We simply are the salt of the earth. But in what way are we different? And what then is our relationship to the earth? And what does it mean to be salt? A popular interpretation of this is to say that salt was used as a preservative in ancient times. Therefore, Christians are to preserve the earth by being distinctly Christian. Uh, John Stott, for instance, spoke of Christ's followers having a positive impact on society, and then memorably he said, don't blame the meat for going off, blame the salt. In other words, don't blame the world, ungodly society, for being worldly. Of course it's going to be worldly. Don't blame the world for being, being worldly. Blame the church for not being a radical enough counterculture. Now, I find that a profound thought uh, Christians do have a positive social impact, and when the world goes bad, we should look within to see our own culpability. I think that's absolutely true. I'm just not sure that Jesus is talking about that here. I'm not sure that the preservative quality of salt is being highlighted in Matthew chapter 5. In fact, within the Bible, I don't really think salt is um, predominantly thought of as a preservative. In the Old Testament, the main connotation associated with salt is judgment. Uh, Lot's wife was assaulted, so to speak. Boom, boom. Genesis 19. Uh, the sacrifices were sprinkled with salt. Uh, places of judgment were places of salt. Um, the new creation will be a place where the fresh water triumphs over salt water. And in Colossians in the New Testament, chapter 4, verse 6, Paul makes this intriguing comment. He says, um, let your conversation always be full of grace, seasoned with salt so that you may know how to answer everyone. So to answer everyone, 
requires grace and salt. Again, it seems like the bite of the salt is a bite of judgment. Yes, we're full of grace, but let's not forget the bite of saltiness, which I think means judgment. So what does it mean that Christians are the salt of the earth? Well, on the one hand, we are light, and on the other hand, we are salt. On the one hand, we shine into this world the light of Christ. Uh, More on that in the next two videos. On the other hand, though, we judge the earth with the judgment of Christ. You see, our message is not simply that Christ is the rock, hallelujah. We also say, yeah, and everything else is sinking sand. There's light and there's salt, and Christians are salty. The Christian has bite. So it's worth asking ourselves today, have we lost our saltiness? There is no point in unsalty salt. And we are the salt of the earth. So how is God calling us to be distinct today? What are the salty conversations we might have to have? Oh, we are full of grace. We are full of light. But we also season our conversations with salt. At times we say, I disagree. I don't go along with that. I see things differently. Jesus said the opposite. At times we use phrases like that. It might feel awkward or wrong to go against the grain. But that's why we need to hear Christ's words again. It's not wrong to say the wrong thing. Okay? Sometimes we're called to say what the world thinks of as the wrong thing. This world under judgment will find so many of our views intolerable. But this word is true. And sometimes there'll be moments when we simply cannot stay silent on what the world is saying. And and I know that every fiber in our being will want to play nice and have people receive us warmly. When I'm talking to people, most of the time I'm thinking about what will be received warmly. I'm, I'm not thinking about which words are true to speak. Naturally, I just want to be liked. And often I want to be liked more than I want to speak the truth. And Jesus calls us out of our people-pleasing ways. And he says, don't blend in. Be salty. What's the point of us if we're not salty? We are the salt of the earth. What's the point of our conversations if they're always bland? A conversation without the salt of Christian disagreement is utterly bland. We're meant to spice things up. So today, let's not flinch back from offering true and discerning judgment in the name of Christ. Don't just be contrary. Don't just be difficult. Salt is not a meal by itself. The context for all of Jesus' teaching is that we are full of light and we are full of grace. That is the context. And as we bring judgment, we ought to bring far more hope and far more salvation and, and, and joy than we do bringing judgment. But there is meant to be that movement. And if we're never salty, if we're never bringing disagreement and judgment, then we're not really being who Christ has called us to be. You are the salt of the earth. So don't just be difficult. Don't just be contrary. Be full of light. Be full of grace. Seasoned with salt. Be distinctive. Let's speak distinctive words for the sake of seasoning our conversations, for the sake of our friends who need to hear the truth, for the sake of Jesus who is worth it, and for the sake of being who we are. Remember today, you are the salt of the earth.